And welcome back to episode 18 of the Bias Opinion Sports Podcast. On the show today, we will preview the Bundesliga, which starts this Friday. To help us preview the league, we have a special guest joining us today. Now we welcome Ian Joy from Fox Sports. Ian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on as well. It's great to finally talk to you. Oh, it's great to have you on as well. Uh, before we get into the teams, Ian, would you mind telling the audience about your role with Fox Sports and your involvement with the Bundesliga this season? Yeah, um, I have been at Fox Sports now for four years, going on five years. Ever since Fox Sports have had the rights for the Bundesliga, um, I previously was at BN Sports and Fox sought after me as soon as they got the Bundesliga rights because obviously I played in Germany for five years as a player and uh, my love for the league was clearly evident and um, they were obviously very interested in my talent as well. And uh, since I've been at Fox now four years, it's been an incredible journey. I've loved every minute of it. This year, once again, I'll, I'll be covering the Bundesliga in multiple roles. I will be um, hosting uh, this weekend for the opener. And then I will be the analyst alongside uh, Kid Abdo on Saturday and Sunday. And throughout the season, you'll also hear me as color commentary alongside Keith Costigan. Sounds, sounds good. Uh, Ian, what are, you look for, what are you looking forward to most in the Bundesliga this season? You know what? I think this season, more than any other that we've ever had since uh, I've been at Fox Sports, I think this is going to be one of the closest Bundesliga races that we will ever have. And last season was pretty close. But going into the season, I am actually seeing a lot of people tipping Borussia Dortmund to win it this year more than people are tipping Bayern Munich to win it. So I think there's going to be a race for a title. I think there's going to be a race and a surprise for Champions League spots. And I think you're going to see teams going down into the second Bundesliga or finishing in the relegation playoff position that you will not expect to be in that position at the season's end. So a season full of surprises for me that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you just mentioned a lot of people are picking uh, Borussia Dortmund to win the league. And on October 6th, I saw you tweeted out your Bundesliga season predictions. In that tweet, you had Borussia Dortmund winning the league with Bayern Munich finishing second. Ian, why do you think Borussia Dortmund will edge out Bayern Munich to the league title this season? Well, it's a great question. And it's not an easy one to answer because, in my opinion, Bayern Munich are still very much the favourites. And it's simply down to the fact that Bayern Munich are champions and they have a championship winning squad. But I think Borussia Dortmund have improved their squad better than last year. And if Borussia Dortmund can find consistency, stay healthy, early on in the season, get off to a flying start and finish the season strong. I actually like the Borussia Dortmund squad better than the Bayern Munich squad. Now, it doesn't mean to say that it's better uh, overall. I think, obviously, Bayern are a very, very talented squad of players. But I actually believe that this season we will see a few surprises at Bayern. I think there will be some issues uh, within the camp. I think you're going to find some issues with consistency. Um, obviously, injuries doesn't seem to hurt Bayern so much because they have such a deep squad. Um, but they've brought in players uh, outside the Bundesliga who don't know the league so well. And um, they are still trying to, in my opinion, try to find that one signing that is going to surprise everybody that says that they are absolutely favourites and clear favourites for the league. Right now, in my opinion, they are not a clear favourite. And Borussia Dortmund have strengthened their squad better than Bayern have. And therefore, I believe that Borussia Dortmund have, in, in my opinion, a deep, strong, talented squad that will win the league. Why do you think Bayern Munich haven't been able to get like that marquee signing, especially in like that forward area of the field? 
What a question. And um, it's been something I would imagine over the last two or three years, we can all agree that Bayern have struggled to get that world-class bright star name that they so used to are getting through history. Um, and again, they've, they've resulted in loaning a player, which is so uncommon for Bayern. They just simply never loan players. And recently they're starting to loan players uh, instead of buying them, which is really interesting to me. It tells me that they're not getting the players they want um, because I believe that if Bayern got the player to agree to come to Munich, uh, they would spend over $100 million. I don't hesitate one minute that that would happen. But we're not seeing that. We're, we're seeing Bayern being linked with uh, the best players in the world and the best players in the world sometimes choosing to go to other clubs, whether it be the top two in Spain or to the Premier League where all the money seems to be. Uh, Bayern are struggling right now to be able to get the players they really, really want to the club. They have made some very good signings. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they have absolutely gone out of their way to bring in some talented players. They've got rid of a lot of experience, but aging players. Uh, and they've gone with, uh, with, with a younger generation. If you look at Lucas Hernandez, 23, Pavard, 23, you know, Jan Fete Arp, he's only 19. You know, these are young kids. Perisic is an experienced player, but I guess... You know, if you consider him his loan signing, you know, he's, he's not the player that they really wanted. And we all know who they wanted, Leroy Sané, and they couldn't get that deal done, whether it be for money, whether it be for the players' uh, willingness to go to Bayern, or whether it be because of the recent injury. They, they couldn't put that one over the fence. Um, I mean, it, it, it's just, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one to watch, but for all of us who love the Bundesliga, it makes it ever so more exciting going into the season. I still think Bayern are, are, are the team to beat, no doubt. They are uh, clear favourites. Uh, well, they are favourites, but not clear favourites. But I think I, you're going to see a real race this year, and it's going to be a lot closer than everybody imagines. So here are my two questions with Borussia Dortmund. Last year, second half of the season, the defence kind of fell apart, especially in some of the away games and conceding cheap goals. And yeah. also, apart from Axel Witzel midfield, I don't see that good of a backup centre midfielder. So how do you think Dortmund will overcome their poor defensive last season and if Axel Witzel gets an injury how will they cope in midfield yeah listen I think um, what they have done in the transfer market this season has been very very good um, they have obviously lost some talented players uh, Diallo is no doubt you know one of the most talented defenders I've seen in the Bundesliga albeit a short time he was there um, I, I think they needed to bring experience in and they've gone to the old guard with Matsumos coming in to help that defence and let's not forget he's only 30 years old. His experience is a World Cup winner. He may have slowed down over the years and he's been caught out in the Bundesliga as we have witnessed. Um, but I still think his experience will be valuable to Borussia Dortmund strengthening their backline. Um, interesting to see Toprak going out the door. I mean, I thought he played very well last week and, um, you know, he probably didn't get any chance last year to, to help that defence when we all thought maybe his experience could be valuable. Um, so that was an interesting one to see lose. But I, I just like the, the youth. I, I like the excitement. I think that Matsumos will help that thrive. I think Schultz is a terrific signing. My buddy Keith Costigan is a huge fan of Nico Schultz. He thinks he will be the best signing in the Bundesliga, which is a, a, a big statement. Um, but he's a terrific player on the left-hand side too. We all expect will get forward. Uh, injuries didn't help, obviously, that defense last year. Um, I, I think that's most important that um, they can basically keep everybody healthy and, and the defence will be fine. 
you're right about midfield. You know, losing players, losing talented players won't be easy um, if that does happen. But I think now we're starting to witness a, a strength and depth there. Um, you know, there's no doubt that Delaney's come in and done an excellent job. Mario Goetze still got something about him. But but Witzel for sure is is the player that everybody's expecting to to be the the, the string puller, you know, the the magic man. Um, if he gets injured, which we hope not, then um, they, they'll be great and they'll be fine. But I still think there's a lot more to come from Daoud. And when you look at the offense that they've got there, it's really incredible. I mean, they have done such a great job of uh, bringing in or convincing Torgan Hazard to the club. Julian Brandt. I mean, those are two, in my opinion, of the best Bundesliga players out there that Borussia Dortmund could attract to the club. Yeah, and I think that they make Borussia Dortmund better. Dortmund have spent a lot of money to improve their squad, and they have managed to keep, in my opinion, their best players. Losing Diallo is a big loss, yes, but they can replace that with experience of Matt Sommels. I believe so. Then losing Christian Pulisic is a big loss, yes, but I don't think he was a guarantee to start at Borussia Dortmund, especially when you look at the players who come in through the door. Bring in a Hazard, bring in a Julian Brandt. Then you also have some talented players there who have been frustrated waiting for their opportunity. I think we'll see a better Brun Larsen this year. Uh, Wolf certainly has to do a lot better. But, uh, I mean, you've got Alcacer, who, in my opinion, is the favourite for the Golden Boot this year, and, uh, and, and the skipper Royce. So... Talented squad. And, and I would go as far as to say that that is pushing Bayern to be the best squad in the league. Uh, let's talk about Jaden Sancho, 19-year-old Englishman, winger for Borussia Dortmund. Last season, Sancho scored 12 goals and had 14 assists in his first full season in the Bundesliga. Ian, how do you see Sancho following up his breakout season of last year? Let me ask you this. Who is, in your opinion, the best and most talented and most valuable player in the Bundesliga right now? Um, I would go probably valuable, probably Marco Royce. If you take him out, I think Dortmund would struggle. But for the lo- long term, probably Sancho. In the Bundesliga, Marco Royce doesn't even touch Jaden Sancho as far as value goes. This kid is only 19 years old. This kid has the most immense talent and he has a bright, bright future. Royce's age goes against him as far as value goes. Yes, I agree with you. Um, his value within Borussia Dortmund is clearly evident. When he was missing games last year, the team didn't perform as well. Um, so there is value there. But Jaden Sancho, as far as an overall value, an overall talent and future, I mean, I think he could be the most expensive departure out of the Bundesliga if it ever happens. But he loves playing in Germany. He loves playing at Borussia Dortmund. And it's crazy to think he's only 19 years old. Uh, last season was a breakout season, no doubt about it. Um, he's gained confidence. The experience has been valuable for him. Um, scoring 12 goals was incredible. Um, the assist leader uh, in the Bundesliga, frightening. I, I think he'll get better. I really do believe that. I think he's going to play for a better Borussia Dortmund this year than last year. And I think he is one of the big reasons why I think the Borussia Dortmund will win the league this year because he is going to continue to get better. He's going to create a lot more chances than he did last year. He's going to find, uh, in my opinion, a fit all season long. Uh, Paco Alcácer, who I think can potentially break his own personal goal-scoring record for one season. I think you're going to see Borussia Dortmund outscore Bayern Munich this season. And that's why I think they're going to to win the league. They're going to win more games. Um, and I just don't see many teams beating uh, Borussia Dortmund. And Jaden Sancho is one of the reasons why they're my favourite. 
Let's go one last question on the title race. I think I'm going to compare yeah. it to, to England. Last year, Liverpool-Man City, two-horse race. What made that title race so interesting was each team kept winning 98 points over 97 points. In the Bundesliga yeah. last year, it seemed to me it was closer because both teams kept losing. If the yeah. season went on like five more games, you know, it would be who would lose the most would probably knock them out of the title race more than who would win. So right. does that take away from the – interest in the title race that the teams maybe aren't as good as they used to be or is it more dramatic since any result can really happen on any match day yeah i mean listen it's always difficult um as we try to promote the bundesliga in the united states it's a growing league and and since it's been at fox sports it's it's become a bigger and more popular league than it's ever been before you know obviously i know in the 70s and 80s it was very popular and probably the most watched league but having a title race is very important to the league's development. And it's clear to me over the last two seasons, Borussia Dortmund had their chances to win the league. Bayern were nowhere near where they needed to be. Uh, and uh, they lost equal amount of games. Uh, Bayern pipped them by winning one more game, if you consider last season. But the season before was also Borussia Dortmund's opportunity to win the title. And they let a big advantage slip. Can't afford to do that with Bayern Munich because over the season, consistency will prove to be valuable. So, yeah, I mean, a title race is so important to the, the the popularity of the league, you know, and I'm sure you being a, a big supporter, as I know you are, and a big follower and, and promoter of the league, that you get criticism on social media and with people you meet in the pub talking over the league and drinking a pint they criticize the league for being a one-horse race, but it's not been that way for the last two seasons for me. And I think this season, we're actually going to see Bayern lose their title. So the race is on. Um, and I think there will be a surprise package in that top four as well. I think we could potentially see someone um, inside the top four be very difficult for Dortmund and Bayern to beat. It could be a Leipzig. It could be a Leverkusen. It could be even a Gladbach or a Wolfsburg, who are my surprise package this year. It could be an Eintracht Frankfurt who have uh, obviously lost some big players, but um, still got a terrific coach and a great squad of players and uh, their scouting system is phenomenal. So there's going to be teams in the top half of the table who will be able to beat Bayern or Borussia Dortmund throughout the season. It's who can do it more often. And that's not easy to do. Both teams lost lost four games last season. There was a few surprise games in there. Um, but having that title race is is so important. And I think we see it more so than ever before. This is going to be an excellent season and, and one for the, the fans around the league to really love and enjoy. Uh, which German team do you think will do the best in the Champions League this season? Obviously, last season, Bayern and Dortmund crashed out in the round of 16. I don't think yeah. any other German team made it past the round of 16. So which team do you think will do best in the Champions League and can they maybe get into the quarterfinal, semifinal stage? Yeah, that's a great question too. Um, the, the teams need to improve. Um, I think Champions League could also have an impact on uh, who wins the uh, the Bundesliga title. I think, in my opinion, in Germany, it's the one league over all of the leagues around uh, the top five European leagues that the clubs focus on winning the Bundesliga title, their domestic title, more more so than winning the Champions League. Um, and that's that's massive for the for the club's development, for the league's development as well. Everybody wants to win the Bundesliga, and that's awesome. Um, as far as the Champions League goes, you know, it's going to be tough. I would imagine Borussia Dortmund will focus on uh, trying to do well and domestically, and and I, I would wouldn't mind them 
having a Champions League run, but if they got knocked out and focused domestically, it will help them with with them winning their Bundesliga title. Um, Bayern, I think, will do pretty well this season, and it might actually save Nico Kovac because, as I mentioned before, I think Borussia Dortmund are going to win the league. And I think that Bayern could do well and surprise a few people in a Champions League. So out of the two teams who I want to do well would probably be both of them because I want to see Germany succeed. I'd like to see a surprise there. Maybe it is a Leipzig or a Leverkusen. But for me, I, I think Bayern will do better in the Champions League and Borussia Dortmund will therefore go on and win the domestic title. All right, let's move to the uh, top four contenders. Common theme I see is that these teams have lost their best players. Bayer Leverkusen lost Brandt. Mönchengladbach yeah. lost Hazard. Then Frankfurt lost both their strikers, received like around 100 million euros combined. So how do yeah. you see these teams replacing these players and making a push for the top four? Well, Leipzig go young when they bring young player when they bring players in. They don't seem to sign old players. If you look at the players they brought in, there isn't a player that's that's older than 21 outside of maybe a goalkeeper. So outfield players and they're scouting under Nagelsmann. They go for that excitement, that energy and, and youth. Um, they treat it, in my opinion, as a business module, but you can never underestimate the power of the money that they have and, and, and the coaching ability of Nagelsmann to surprise both of the, the big giants. Um, it's not easy to be able to replace players. And when you see players going out of the league and, and going for big money, I can understand the business idea of that. Um, but at the same time, you have to be able to replace that talent to, to potentially finish in a Champions League spot again. And that's not easy to do. So Leverkusen have done a decent job. Um, I think you got to give them credit for the players that they, they lost and the money they got. Um, being able to bring in uh, uh, Diaby, uh, Demirbay and uh, Amiri, that's three excellent players. I mean, you're, you're talking players who are not over the age of 25, who are very young, especially Diaby. And, and Amiria, these are excellent Bundesliga players who are proven, except for Diaby. Um, you know, losing uh, Julian Brandt might not be such a big deal for them. Uh, and nobody really expects them to do much except potentially get into that Champions League spot. Um, I think we'll see a good Gladbach this year. Um, I, I think they'll be better than what they, they produced last year. Um, they weren't consistent enough. They lost 11 games. I think they'll be better than that this year. They'll be much more difficult to beat. Um, and my surprise package out of all of them is Wolfsburg. They were a team that didn't lose really any important players, you know, and they and uh, they didn't spend a lot of money, but they spent a decent amount of money and improved. And then they've gone from positions in centre midfield, and I know they tried to improve at right back as well. Um, and they're my surprise package for uh, finishing in a Champions League spot or potentially finishing in a uh, uh, top five. Um, They'll be close, but not easy to replace your best players, as you know. And, and the Bundesliga is the league that creates the stars, that makes the stars, and then unfortunately sells the stars because the money is, is not in the Bundesliga right now, which is getting better. And, and, and obviously around the world as TV deals and, and as popular the league becomes, the more and more money will be available to be able to keep these stars. But, you know, look at Borussia Dortmund. Being able to keep Jaden Sancho happy is, is, is quite unbelievable for me. That is a, a player who everybody, in, uh, even in the top two in Spain, 
Um, the top half of the table in the Premier League, every single one of those teams would love to have Jadon Sancho, but this kid wants to be at Dortmund. He wants to be in the Bundesliga because Dortmund have done a great job of keeping this kid happy, and the Bundesliga provides him that platform to be the star that he has become and is about to become. I think he's going to be world-class. And as I mentioned before, I think he is going to be, in, in at some stage, the most expensive English player ever sold and probably the most expensive player in the Bundesliga for money to transfer hands and maybe he stays in the Bundesliga maybe he goes who knows uh, do you have any American players that we should keep an eye on this season um, yeah I mean obviously I'm intrigued to see how Schalke do um, Schalke were really poor last year and uh, Weston McKinney I thought was really inconsistent so for me I'm, I'm looking at him year in and year out um, I, I'm still not made up on uh, on Weston McKinney. You know, what level is he at? How good is he? We all know he's a bit of a comedian and he, he likes the limelight. Um, I've been really impressed with his play, but last year, super inconsistent. Um, and I think that now he has a, a coach that he could potentially thrive on. Um, I want to see more goals from Weston McKinney. I want to see more creation from him. I want to see better consistency as far as keeping himself healthy um, but I think Wagner will be a real help for him uh, throughout the season. Uh, Tyler Adams, of course, is another one that we should uh, also keep an eye on uh, if he can get himself healthy again, because I really think that Leipzig value him immensely and he helps them become a better team. He has the biggest impact of any American, in my opinion, in the, in the Bundesliga. He helps that club better. He helps the team better. And I think he has the potential to go ahead and be one of the best midfielders in the league. So um, I'm, I'm really intrigued to watch him get back healthy and, and watch him perform. And then also Zach Steffen, you know, does he get the starting role at, at Dusseldorf? Does he get to play in the Bundesliga from the beginning? Does he have to wait patiently? Because uh, he's a tremendous goalkeeper, obviously on loan uh, from City. But I'm, uh, I'm intrigued to see how he does as well. All right, my uh, last question for you is, Looking at the promoted teams, FC Köln, Paderborn, and Union Berlin, how many mm -hmm. of these teams do you think have a realistic chance of staying in the league this season? It's always tough, isn't it, when it comes to teams uh, up from the uh, Zweite Liga into the Bundesliga. It, it's never easy. Um, but I think that Paderborn will struggle. They've not spent enough money. Um, similar to, to my club, St. Pauli, when they get promoted, they do things business-wise and, and for the fans and for the club's future the right way. They protect their money, their investment. Um, they try to bring in a better squad. Don't put players on massive contracts and massive salaries just in case you get relegated. I mean, they do things smart, but at the same time, team spirit is everything. If they can get a good team spirit, they'll be tough to beat, but they're my favourites to go down. I think Cologne will surprise everybody. And I'm actually tipping Cologne to finish in the top half of the table. Um, the support is massive. I know there's a question mark out there. Have they spent enough money? Have they brought in the right players? Have they improved as much as, uh, as what everybody, even their own supporters, have thought they could do? Um, certainly not easy. Um, but I think that they're my surprise package to actually go ahead and finish in, uh, in the top half of the table. I really believe that. And I think that that, that support that they have will be so vital to their success. I don't see them going down. So I, I think they'll stay up. Um, but yeah, Paderborn will struggle. Union Berlin, that's team spirit. That's a club that 
again, similar to St. Pauli, don't spend a lot of money. They rely on their team spirit, the chemistry inside the stadium and around the stadium to be able to get victories. And that's a tough place to go play. Played there two or three times. Never lost there, but it was always tough to go and uh, and, and play at Union and, and get a result. And I think even the big boys will struggle to get points there. All right. Thank you, Ian, for uh, joining us and enjoy the season this year on Fox Sports. Thank you so much. Take care.